What's up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that wants to own the crossbow guy. Because we do. It was that we scene, man. Ah, oh, so close, that I guess, scene, apparently. Yeah. I don't know what you put. Anyway, my name's Joe, and to talk to you about the new release movie, Birds of Prey, I brought with me my two lotus flowers. Oh, I was never going to get it. <laughs> nope. And their names are Corey. The podcast name, that named Bruce after that hunky Wayne guy. And sequel. The podcast that loves crossbows. You chuckled at that. I heard you. I did. Yes. We have honorable mentions. Yes. The podcast that was traded for a six-pack. And the podcast that won the number 32 with extra... I thought she said cheese, but apparently it might be chili. 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 It is chili? Yeah. With extra chili. <laughs> Spicy Mongolian oh, barbecue oh, with extra chili. <laughs> Oof. Listen. It covers up the cooking. <laughs> We're going to talk to you about Birds of Prey in a minute. It might actually be a minute because we're going to do what we've been watching. But this is a real quick turnaround because we just recorded our last episode last night. So I don't know if you guys got to watch much. But Corey, did you watch anything? I watched a couple episodes of Lost in Space. The old out. TV show? No, the, no, the new one. The, the new Netflix one. Yeah, I finished okay. season two. Uh, it's good. I actually, I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and I also started season two of You. Um, I don't have a show. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't use that joke yet. <laughs> uh, season the first episode in season two of you is really good. So if you are interested, I would recommend going and watching it. It's on Netflix, so it's easy. Same with Lost in Space. Season two was probably better than season one. I think. I think it's a little bit more interesting. They're good. They're both very good shows. Sequel? Anything? I watched two of the 2020 Oscar-nominated Best Animated Shorts. <laughs> Okay. Kit, how, Kit, how long? There, one was like eight minutes. One was like seven minutes. Kitbull, I think that was the Toy Story four one. Mm-hmm. It's like Kitty befriends a pitbull in an alley. Yes, that oh. is, that is actually what it is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. That movie, that little animated short, had me in tears in the theater. Right. Then you should watch Hair Love, which is available on YouTube, and try to get through that without crying. Holy crap! Really? <laughs> yes. I'm having a lot of work done at my house, and I just... You were just openly weeping in front of the... <laughs> no, well, I, all, all of my bedroom doors are being replaced, so they're all down. So I'm just lying on my mattress with my iPad. Watch, oh, boy. Just, just, <laughs> just openly weeping while workers are walking by. One of them goes, are you okay? I'm like, this is a cartoon, I'm man. Just, I'm just watching <laughs> watching football games. <laughs> Did it's that happen? A, this is a cartoon, man. Did that actually happen? Yeah. That's amazing. Javi. Javi, Javi was looking out for me. He was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I guess I'll get back to my yeah. manly profession now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Time to lift these big rocks. <laughs> uh, that's it for me, Joe. Tell us about Ford versus Ferrari. God, <laughs> you jerk. I watched Ford v. Ferrari. No way, really? How yeah. was it? It was good. Despite my personal... Feelings about Joker, I think Ford v. Ferrari might be just, like, the most basic of the nine movies nominated for Best Picture, so, like, has the least chance to win. Because it was good, it was solid, but there's there's not a lot there. It has a Green Book feel to it, right? Like, an old, like... Like a, like a watered-down Green Book, though. Like, like the 50 to 60-year-old, that, like, age bracket probably loves Ford v. Ferrari. Probably. And I still agree with my assessment. If this movie came out in like '93, it would like win eight Academy Awards. Oh yeah, definitely in the pantheon of like yeah, for sure. greatest '90s movie. 
Is Christian Bale or Matt Damon the lead? Because it feels like Christian Bale is. I uh, like if they were nominated, if say they nominated someone from this movie for Best Actor, would it be Christian Bale or Matt Damon? I feel like it would be Christian Bale. Coin flip for me. Okay, because I feel like he's on screen way more, and they focus way Could more. Could be, on him. but if you look at once, I think Brad is more. That's fair too. Yeah. Compelling than Leo and probably on screen for. He has more screen time than Leo for sure. But so. they gave Leo the best actor yeah. nod. It's a confusing thing. So it took me an extra six seconds to process what you were saying mm-hmm. because you said once. And you were thinking and like. I immediately went to once yeah. and not once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. And then I was like, who the fuck is Brad and Leo? There's <laughs> Brad or Leo in that movie. There's a movie just called Once. Yeah, it's one of my it's one of my favorites. I really? thought you were talking about the like the ABC show or the NBC show about the fairy tales and Mm-mm. shit. Mm-mm. Once is a is like an Irish or British indie film. Really? Yeah, um, about like a street musician who meets a girl and they end up recording it. It's incredible. Hmm. It's it's an incredible movie. Definitely watch it if you haven't. Check it out. Cool. And that's what we've been watching. Super short. Let's get into Birds of Prey, starting with the movie facts. <gasps> Birds of Prey came out in 2020. It's rated R, and it's one hour and 49 minutes. Directed by Kathy Yan. It stars, I wrote everyone's name, pretty much. Margot Robbie, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Journey Smollett-Bell, Ewan McGregor, Ella J. I'm going to say Ella J. Basco, and Chris Messina. The budget for the movie was $84.5 million. So far, in like two days... It's gross. $31 million, $13 million domestic. I'm sure it gets back there. Sure. The scores for the movie. You've got Rotten Tomatoes coming in at 81%. Fresh. I don't know if that's certified yet. I don't know if there's enough reviews. Bad research. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, audience score, 84%. IMDb, 6.8 out of 10. Metacritic with a 60 and a user score of 5.9. Those are the movie facts for Birds of Prey. Let's give you our general thoughts, which is always our spoiler-free it does say certified next to the number. Certified fresh. Nice. Right? That's how you know it's yep. certified. That's the certified logo. got that soundbite in there. You also didn't say the full name of the movie. I'm not. It's way too long. The Fantabulous Emis- Emancipation of One of one Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. <laughs> B.O.P. I didn't realize that it but- had a subtitle to it until we got in the theater. I realized it like last night when I was looking up the tomato score. I was like, oh... I'm just going to call it Birds of Prey. No, that's what everybody's going to be calling it, I think. Yeah. So, sequel. Spoiler-free thoughts. What'd you think? I had a lot of fun watching this. There's a, mo- a couple moments later on in the movie that I didn't care for too much. And it kind of, like, hurt the... It's going to hurt the score for me, definitely. And, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. I kind of even... I don't know if you guys heard me. I'm pretty sure I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking and about. And I just said, oh... Some of them. I said, oh, boy. <laughs> just like that. It's definitely something, in my opinion, didn't need to be there. But, yeah, overall, I was having a lot of fun. I was, I was fully invested. And uh, I had very low expectations for this, especially after Suicide Squad. But um, this is definitely a uh, step in the right direction for the character. And um, who the hell knows what's up with the DCEU. But uh, it seems to be getting their female characters, right? Corey, what would you think? <laughs> I enjoyed this movie. Uh, it, it's not anything particularly special. Um, it's not going to go down in history as one of the best comic book movies of all time by any stretch of the imagination, but it's good. Um, I enjoyed the performances for the most part. I enjoyed 
a lot of the odes and nods to Gotham as a whole that they weave throughout the course of this movie. Um, overall, it's it's a pretty fun romp. I mean, it, it's not perfect by any means, but it's you're not going to be upset going in and watching it, that's for sure. I like this movie a good amount. I was worried going in that it was going to be too weird because of who Car- Har- because of who Harley Quinn is and what kind of character she is, but they they towed the line with that one, but they didn't cross it, so I'm totally fine with it. I really liked it. I was really glad to see two Batman villains that I really like in the movie, and I guess pretty much used properly for once. So that's for real. That's nice to see. One of them came out of left field. I really didn't expect to see him. Yeah. Really, really did not expect. I'm assuming it's the same one. I would assume so. Just say it. Just say it. Black Mask. Okay. (laughs) We're not spoilers yet. (laughs) Oh, I knew I knew that was Zaz the whole time. Like as soon as you saw him. Oh yeah, no, me too. I didn't expect to see him in the movie. Gotcha. Yeah. So those are our spoiler-free thoughts. Let's give you our whole analysis of it, breaking it down, giving you spoilers. This is your chance to leave and come back after you've seen Birds of Prey, because we're going to start spoiling it, starting right now when I finish this sentence. So the thing that they did in this movie that um, I'm, I was really interested in was giving Harley Quinn a good character arc. So it's hard to make somebody who's just a certified... A person. Yeah, and certified yeah. insane have a wider range of emotions, and they give her that in this movie. And it's almost like a, a a subtle nod that, like, yeah, when Harley Quinn is just standing behind the Joker, she is one note, and she is a flat character. But when you put her out in the spotlight on her own, she can be more than that. I like her psychiatric quips that she comes out with. That's really good, true but, to the character. Yeah, that's it's part of that brand. Yeah, yeah, and that's part of the art that I'm talking about is, like, all of that knowledge that she got, that she has rattling around her brain from getting a PhD in psychology, it's still there, and she pulls it out once in a while, and it's really, really fun when she does. That's good. I like that. I like the time jumps that they do in this. Normally, I don't like it when a film jumps back and forth in time, but they but do it. who our narrator is. Exactly. And yeah. they do it in such a way where you get the full rewind. I like... Damn it. They do it in such a way where you get the full rewind. I like that effect. I think that was a good filmmaking technique. And um, it's like Tarantino light, a little bit, yeah. Would she be considered a unreliable narrator, considering she's batshit crazy? I assume so, yeah. So a lot of the stuff she probably exaggerated, especially when it's just her. Like the Ace Chemical explosion, there's no need for fireworks, but in her mind, there definitely was fireworks there. Yeah. There's also a strong chance that, well, I guess it, it really wouldn't work. It's not the rest of the the rest of the sequence is impossible, but like. It's entirely possible that she didn't actually change into rollerblade or like roller skates midway through a fight, but here we are having to believe that she did. Well, I mean, she's very clearly using them. For That's a what I'm while saying. After the head. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, the the rest of that sequence doesn't work unless she yeah. is on. Yeah, them. and you have a character commenting on that. So. Yeah. When the fuck did she have time to change into rollerblade? <laughs> when did she have time to do her shoe change? I think yeah, I was yeah. that technical. It's good. They break the fourth wall in this uh three four times. As you'd expect. Yep. She does that quite a bit. It's perfect if she breaks it four times. Yeah. I loved... (laughs) The wall break when she, like, throws the trash can at the cop and, like, everything goes her way. Like, that wall break... Oh, and she's climbing the building. Yeah. Okay, that was dumb luck. That was dumb luck. But hey. (laughs) And then, like, climbs up the rest of the way. I really like that one. 
They know how to make a proper bacon, egg, and cheese in Gotham City. That's good to see. Yeah, it's all that. Even though the cheese is six months out of date. Listen. <laughs> Still, if you go to other states, man, they just don't get it. Yeah. No, the roll was wrong. Yeah. The, the, the roll was wrong. But it was but. buttered and it was still like on the griddle so yeah, no, I, I, mean, I accept it it's an acceptable alternative yeah. people just don't like know what egg sandwiches bun. are they don't like, in the rest of the country nope it's weird Mm-mm. i don't understand like it's the most obvious thing to do with how did with not those... catch on i don't know they're delicious they're so good they're my favorite they're this literally my favorite this breakfast. made me want one and i haven't had one in such a long time same yeah i'm gonna probably have one tomorrow you lucky bastard i might make it myself in fairness this movie's title is a little bit of a misnomer, only because I didn't expect it to be how the birds of prey come to being. I didn't expect it to be this origin story-ish, but it was. And I mean, I think that it's a good call, one, because we are following all of the different pieces of the birds of prey throughout the course of the movie. But I also don't think you make this movie successful if you just call it the Harley Quinn movie or like... Something about Harley Quinn, like the Birds. untitled Harley Quinn project. I wonder if, like, no, seriously, it was a DCEU like pitch meeting, and they're like, let's make a Harley Quinn movie. Mm, I don't know if there's enough there. All right, we want the rights to Birds of Prey. There's definitely not enough there. All right, let's mash them together. Yeah, but it does work. It does, yeah. It's it's almost the reason that I think that that subtitle is actually really important. Like the fantastic, what is it, fantabulous emancipation of, of, Harley of Quinn. one Harley Quinn. I'm surprised it wasn't just called Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, like. I well, mean, the, the title, the full title is very Harley Quinn, right? Yeah, exactly. That's something sure. she would say. <laughs> it's as if she made the movie to tell, to tell the story for us. Whoa. Meta. <laughs> um, How'd she afford that? Lots and lots of little tips and nods to Gotham throughout the course of this movie. Love it. It's just yeah, like a, so the, the Arkham City map. Yeah. Ace Chemical, when they're driving, they're, pass, you, they're passing signs for a financial district. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's just like the video game. Yep, yep, yep. Was it Founders Pier they had? Yeah, they had Pier, uh, Amusement um, Alley. Mm-hmm. Amusement Mile, I'm sorry. Amusement Mile. It's, it's a crime alley. Uh, they do... The the two main villains in this movie are Black Mask. Black Mask and Zaz. Victor Zaz. I did not see Black Mask coming. I'm happy that he I, was there. I forgot his actual name. Me so, too. So when they said Ewan, McGregor, Ewan McGregor's name was Roman Sedonis? Yes. Uh, Sai, hold on. Sayoris. Sayanus. Sciatica. Syllabus. We're sorry, DC fans out there. I think it's Roman Sayanus. I don't think there's a T in there. Yeah, I don't remember. We're gonna find out. S i o n s y s is what I remember. Roman Sayanus. Sayanus. Yep. Okay. Good job. Good job, Corey. Thank you. He's Black Mask, which is cool. Um, Black Mask. I'm I'm a big fan. Like Victor Zaz always kind of makes an appearance in, in the Arkham games. He does as like he one a, of like the random like side things that you have to do randomly. It, He's so good. In one of the Arkham games, you're literally dying. You're Batman. You're dying of blood poisoning, and you got to find the antidote. But the damn payphone keeps ringing, and you know it's Victor Zaz. And like, do I have time to do the side quest? I don't have a choice because <laughs> I can't listen to this fucking phone ring all game. I ever got to tell you guys that story? No, I'm, I don't think so. I'm playing Arkham City for the first time, and <laughs> I'm I'm really into the game too. Like I've, I've been, I'm like 14 hours in. I'm trying to get 100 percent minus the damn Riddler trophies because they're a waste of damn time. They really are. And um, yeah. I think my my and the payoff in Arkham City is like the worst of yes. the Riddler trophy payoffs. And 
my wife was trying to talk to me. I don't even, we might have been married. I'm not sure. And I pause it. And I'm like, what? And she's like, what's up with you? I'm like, I'm stressed out. She's like, why are you stressed? You I'm, like, I'm like, I'm dying of blood poisoning. The commissioner's up my ass. I got Victor's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept like all these things going on in the game. <laughs> it's really stressing me out. <sighs> that was gross. Sorry, guys. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it either. <laughs> I'm dying. Stop dying. Yeah. No, I that, thought, that game is yeah. that game is getting. Yes, that really might good. be my favorite non-original or '90s console game. My favorite non-'90s console video yeah. game. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. I thought Victor's ass was played by Freddie Prince Jr. for a hot second. <laughs> that would have been a choice. That really would have been. I don't know what he's up to, but uh, he's doing something with um, what something in the Star Wars universe right now. Really? Last I saw was him in an episode of Psych in like season five. Wow, that was years ago. His character's kind of weird in this. I know he's like a weird guy. Victor's ass is real weird in general. Um, like definitely portrayed differently than the Arkham games. Yeah, in the Arkham games, he's just kind of an unhinged, angry serial killer. With this, he's kind of a yeah. little bit more just like super, super weird. That weird yeah. laugh thing he did when they—I feel like that's—I feel like that's pretty, pretty on brand for Zaz, though. Okay, but that one came out of nowhere in it this did. movie. I do like this version of Zaz because I've seen like the Gotham version of Zaz. Not good. He's just terrible. Yeah. So this is so much better than that. I agree. There's a, also a really, really weird homoerotic relationship happening or at least hinted at between Zaz and Roman. It's kind of a little bromance. Yeah, we got the shoulder massage thing going on and 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 in later in that scene Roman is walking around like when he's like showing Black Canary around his living room. Mm-hmm. He's being very fabulous. He's like they're definitely hinting that he might be Yeah, maybe. Like like that's what they're hinting at. Whether that's what they were intended on or not, I don't know. Going back to the unreliable narrator thing. Sure. In the list of things that grievances that Roman has with Harley, one of them is that he called she called him a queer at one point. Really? Yeah, it's it's like really fast. Yeah, I'm sure there's really there's fast. probably a breakdown of what everything says online. Yeah, yeah I gotta check and that I out. Can't wait to that was one of the ones where like my eyes glazed over because I was trying to keep up with it. I was yeah. like, I'm just gonna let this go. I just call it what I call it, and yeah. I, there definitely ones that didn't. One of them was like. I, call, I keep calling him Romy. Yeah, I saw that one. I think that was one of the ones that was like slow before he like yeah. really sped up. But at one point, there was something about him being a queer. It could just be the way that she's telling the story. Like, Who knows? Yeah. I like Ewan McGregor in this a lot. Me too. Yes. I'm disappointed that they didn't do, I guess, more with Black Mask. Like, He's not more front and center because he's a, I guess he's a crime boss, so it makes more sense. To have him be more behind the scenes, but he doesn't really do anything, and I know that he at least fights people in the Batman stuff. So that was that was the only part of that was a little disappointing. This movie does a good job getting me like pumped up for more Huntress. I think she's my favorite character in this. Huntress is pretty great. Who is that? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's the girl from Scott Pilgrim. She's yep, that's it. Yes. Yep, yep. She is the person that Scott Pilgrim has to fight the fight against the world for. Yep. Yeah, she was, she really was good. good. She was really, really good in this. And I like, this movie doesn't waste anything. Like, no scene is, like, worthless. Like, when they show the random shooting of that family, they go back to it later on, and it's important for some yeah. reason, right? They do that a lot. Yeah, and, like, and, and the random the random dude that dies 
with the face tattoos, with the Joker face tattoos. He was yes. one of the gunners. He was, he was one, one of the, the gunners. gunners. Like, that you could have technically been a bit a wasted moment mm-hmm. when, like, we find out what happened to his face. Sure. But no, it becomes very important when we find out that he's one of the ones that she's going after. Who was the other one? It was... The dude in the couch that she killed in the beginning of the That's movie. right, in the restaurant. Yep. In the restaurant, yeah, yeah. And then Zaz was the last one. Yep. Everything comes full circle. It's it's good. I, I like that. A nitpicky thing I had a problem with. Mm-hmm. We get the Harley Quinn accent, which is a lot, but it's her, so it works. Then you get the Rosie Perez accent on top of it. It was just too much of that. I spent the first half hour <laughs> of this movie weighing in my mind. Is it Rosie Perez or is it not Rosie Perez? Definitely Rosie Perez. Like, like It sounds like Rosie Perez, but I don't really remember if Rosie Perez looks like this. Who's Rosie Perez? She's the cop. Yeah. She is the cop. Yes. yes. Yeah. But who is she in the Batman? Is she a person in the Batman universe? Rosie Perez Rosie is the, the actress. actress's name. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it. She's in White Man Can't Jump. She's in... She looks familiar Do the Right me. Thing. Yeah. She looked familiar. I just couldn't put my finger on her. She's in uh, Pineapple Express. Also plays a cop. I did not remember that. Nice. Good pull. I like Black Canary a lot. Oh, she's great. I, I wonder if... if she is. Roman doesn't know. If Roman doesn't know what she's capable of. Well, he does. He sees her fighting, so I mean. Yeah, well, he. he oh, the, you mean the, the, the. Yeah, the supersonic. The supersonic voice, the banshee voice. The banshee. Yeah, okay, so here's my problem. <laughs> I hated that. I. It didn't fit. No. It her, didn't fit. Her using the power? Yes. Her having a power. Her having a power and fit. using it doesn't fit in what they're doing. Because this movie, as ridiculous as it is, is grounded. And mm-hmm. then when she pulls out the special ability, it's not grounded anymore. But Black, and, but that is Black Canary's ability. Yes, but she doesn't use it until then. They, yes, she does. I will say they set it up when she shatters the glass she in the club the with the a club. very normal note. But someone can sing and shatter glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, she sang, or she screeched, and she knocked 30 people. There were sound waves coming out. And Harley Quinn was able to ride it like a wave. Okay, riding it like a wave was ridiculous. I agree. <laughs> fully agree that, like, Harley just, like, being, like, bending, like, the I'm go- I gotta go as fast as I can aerodynamic position on rollerblades, hands to the ears, was a little weird. I mean, we're splitting hairs at this point. If it does one, why not the other? No, you're right. Yeah. But my point is, like, okay, so I watched Arrow for fucking way too long, way too many seasons. And Canary is one of the big characters in yeah. the Arrowverse. Great. Which is connected directly to the, everything else that's DC. This is connected to the DC yeah, television. Yeah. This is not DC television. I'm, what I'm right. saying is, as a DC product, that mm-hmm. is something that exists in DC. Okay. Yeah. It, it's just off-putting because it, no one else uses anything Exactly. There is no supernatural ability other than that, and she doesn't use it until that point. And like during a yeah. major fight scene when they're surrounded by 800 people, maybe bust it out. <laughs> That's what she did. The other thing At was... the very end. But there's so many scenes prior to that where she could bust it out. The other thing that's weird is that Harley Quinn knows she can do it. She's like, you know what you got to do, Canary. Yeah. Like, when can... did you ever find out about Canary, this? do it. <laughs> you better get her. That, that part bothers me more than... Canary using the power is that Harley Quinn is like, oh yeah, I've always known she could do this. Do it now, baby. <laughs> well, we are talking about the same woman who watched. Maybe that doesn't happen. A weird belly dance. Maybe it's an unreliable, unreliable narrator thing. I guess. <laughs> it took that. That was like that was my it took audible. Me out of it. Yeah, yeah, that was my audible. I heard, I heard oh boy. I, was like, ah. I heard the same. <laughs> I had the same thought at the same time. I was like, yeah, that's weird. 
I thought it was an interesting choice. I didn't love it, but yeah, I, I, don't know, I guess it doesn't bother me that much. I knew, but again, I guess coming from a place where I know exactly what Canary is capable of, she's going to do it eventually. There, there's no way that you could do an entire... If you don't... if On the other side of it... You think if people we were will riot room, if there was no use of the power? I don't think people would riot, but I think that this conversation would be exactly the opposite. You could, where I would be like, I think it's a little ridiculous that Black Canary doesn't use her power once in... Yeah, but you could science it like they do in a bunch of these movies where she has a device that enables her voice to do it. Like there's there's ways of shoehorning it in there. Just having a grounded movie, then that happen out of nowhere is kind of like, whoa. It's jarring. Yes. Yeah. Don't disagree. I'm just fine with it. Prior to that, too, leaving your cell phone like face up in the car with the, the henchman. stupid thing. <laughs> That's a bad move. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. You're texting... A police officer to meet you at a upcoming crime scene when you have a henchman in the passenger seat next to you and your phone is just up and out yeah. and glowing. <laughs> well, and like that's the thing, right? Like it's not like she got into the front seat, put the phone there, thinking that he was going to be in the back seat. They got in the car at the same time. Yeah. So why is your phone even leaving your pocket? They like leave that in the phone in your pocket. It's definitely a MacGuffin. Well, I mean, she's, to... she's sitting and driving. Women's pockets don't work for phones. Because that's fair. <laughs> Put it in the bra thing she was wearing. I don't know. Put it in Fit, the bra thing. <laughs> shut your phone off. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, face down. What are Jeez. you doing? Amateur hour up in here. And I know that just exists to get everybody to that point and to sure. reveal to the bad guys that, hey, she's betraying you right now, but you could have thought of a better way. She could have got up, like left the car, or, or it had the phone fall out of something and face up in the seat or something and she goes to grab it but he saw it and t- you know something like that yeah just to have it, it be, out it is better see we also they also established that zaz will gladly lie to get to either not look bad to roman or to get what he needs done done yeah like you just as easily could have had her phone buzzing and her like t- turn it down or slide it and then he'd be like who's that oh it's nothing no, don't worry about it and he still calls is like yeah you're definitely getting set up and just making the the assumption and leap the leap. Also bad on you, Rosie Perez. That doesn't require a text back. No, it doesn't. <laughs> she's drunk. You, on, she's you drunk really shouldn't time. text back. You up? She, yeah, but she's drunk. New number, who dis? New phone, who dis? Yeah. Again, I maintain it's because she was drunk. And how the fuck did she survive the fall from the second story window to just climb back the window? I don't think she fell. She probably grabbed onto something. Yeah. We didn't see. Because she she is not superhuman. Maybe she didn't fly out of a window at all. The action sequences in this movie are pretty stellar. Oh, They're my really favorite good. scene is evidence locker, cocaine, yep. baseball, bat fight scene. Love it. When the, <laughs> when she finally realizes that she's being like snowed on by cocaine, yeah, like she like takes like a big deep breath and, and like smiles, gives like, her gives her the second wind. Oh my god, Amazing. she smiles like directly into the camera and everything. I'm like, this is so good. It is good. There's probably a lot of Easter eggs in that scene that I wasn't concentrating enough on to pick uh, up. I was so I was so concerned with watching the fight sequence. I didn't look at any for any of the Easter eggs, and I can't imagine how many there are. Yeah, we're in a Gotham evidence locker. There's yeah. got to be a lot of stuff going on. There's so many references. They're really the fight scenes are really well choreographed. I really like how they're set up. That that one is really good. My favorite one is the final one, just when they're all teamed up mm-hmm. in the funhouse. Yeah, that one had a lot going on. It did, but for whatever reason, I just enjoyed that slightly more than the other okay. ones. I think, I mean, the Evans Locker one is great for 
the fact that like we see how badass she is with a bat and she can take on all these people. It's gro it's like gruesome. Oh, it is gruesome. Yeah, what like guy's the, leg the, breaking the, legs. The, yeah, the double knee pop and then they'll <laughs> shoot the other guy in the dome piece. Was this an R? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah there's, there's, so there's so many, many fucks. There's so many fucks in this. Okay. <laughs> there's a lot of fucks in this movie. But the final one when they become the birds of prey and fight together, there's there's a lot going on, but it's all super interesting. And because and they're in one room where all of this is happening, but they're all fighting on different terrain at the same time. Which I thought was a really interesting way to show like dynamism in the fight. So you've got like one person that's doing like I can't really even describe it. There's like there's the seesaw things the that seesaw things. on. There's Tong- a tongue like diving boards that there. Yeah, and yeah. then there's like the one area where like the ground is just like angled floor going back and forth in two different directions. That's the seesaw part. Is that the seesaw thing? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's where they go up and down. It's a fun house. There's a lot of no, crazy shit. No, I didn't realize they were going on. up and down. I thought oh. they were just staying. I don't know. Yeah, and then like the middle thing has like a bunch of hands that they're. Yep. It's like yeah, like spinning in a circle. That's my favorite part of that fight is when they're all on that thing and they're passing off the girl yeah. to each other and covering each other's backs. I'm like, they're a team. It was awesome. It took a to the end scene when they're getting tacos that I realized that was a little purple car. I had no idea what the hell that was the entire time. Her like, brother oh, yeah. showed it to her, right? I thought it was yeah. a phone. I thought it was like a USB drive <laughs> yeah, or something. Same. <laughs> this is where the real family wealth is. Yes. <gasps> Or it's going to be maybe a weapon of some sort, but no, it's just, just a car. Take this car and play dead, and maybe one of the henchmen will see you and take pity on you and rescue you and take, raise you as his own. Take you back to Sicily, where the real assassins come from. Yes, where the League of Assassins <laughs> trade. And have they have the weirdest pizza. <laughs> it's good pizza still. Sicilian's great. I love Sicilian pizza. So do I. Neapolitan Sicilian. Can't go wrong. But back to Birds of Prey. That's a future top ten, I think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Shaka. It's weird. This is so fresh in my mind that I haven't had time to process through everything. Sure. Yeah. To, to really know what I want to say. No Batman, no Joker. No Batman, no We get the back of Joker's head twice. Right. And it's a scene from Suicide Squad. Yes. And there's scenes from Suicide Squad. No new scenes with the Joker. We don't know if Batman is active at this point. He could be on hiatus if, i mean he he appears in suicide squad this is not that long after suicide squad from no, what i can tell yeah, so he's seems probably like still active then, then i that's a, that's a gripe then for me there's so much crap going on ace chemicals blew up he's busy. batman doesn't show up <laughs> once he's on vacation he's in that cafe in europe yes we merged the timelines <laughs> i mean let's look at the options right so one of the reasons that Batman was in Suicide Squad is because that was at that point in time where they were really trying to push the DCEU and like the overlaps. Yes. So Batfleck was, we knew Batfleck was a thing at this point. So yeah, they throw him in there. He has no speaking lines. He's just kind of there. Just have like. I thought he had a speaking line. Does he have a speaking line? Oh, he does. We yes. Arrest, yeah. What's his name? Right. Um, uh, Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah, I could have. So maybe him. they just couldn't get Robert Pattinson. Maybe they just couldn't get Robert Pattinson. Just have, him. like... Because uh, he's the new Batman, right? It would have had to have been him. Well, have he's a, he's a younger a man. Batman. Yeah. Just have, where's Commissioner Gordon? Oh, he's on the roof talking to you-know-who or something. There's, like, make a throwaway line like that just to make him involved. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't have to be in it. He just has to be... Even right as right as the cops walking away, Batman, like, drops down and, like, yes. starts walking forward. I want, I want his presence felt somewhat. Yeah. They do drop a Batman reference... Yes. With the hyena. 
who is one of my favorite characters. Bruce? Love the hyena. I thought Bruce blew up. I thought Bruce... I got real I upset. I forgot about Bruce for a while because I just assumed that he, like, blew up. Yeah, when they said that, they saw him wandering around Jacktown. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm only a little upset that he was so underutilized. I wanted one fight... You want to, like, Halle Berry dog, like... Yeah, from John, John Wick 3. 3. <laughs> like, not a lot, but, like, one... Like, somebody bust open the door and that, like, the hyena... One get, get one good bite in, and then the bomb comes in through the window. And Corey, there's a dog in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You're gonna love. I cannot wait. Oh yeah, <laughs> Brandy. Cannot Brandy. fucking wait. Yeah, Brandy's awesome. This should be an Oscar category for like pet of the year. Pet of the year. Air Bud should have won that year. <laughs> Would the lion have won from Life of Pi? Probably the tiger. Tiger. Probably. That would be really interesting. Right. <laughs> Do you, have, do you have the John Wick dogs against Brandy right now? Like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It would be one of those categories where like three things get nominated. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, because there's not that many badass animals. But you have all those. No, no, it doesn't have to be badass though. Cause you just be the best pet, well, right? Yeah. You have all those like dogs' purpose movies now and shit. They're, they're dogs kinda... Way Home. <laughs> that movie with Harrison Ford coming out that I definitely don't want to see. Call, Logo? Call, call of the Wild. Call of the Wild. That was it called. Right. Yeah. Give him a minute. He has never seen snow before. You've been sleeping in my bed, dog. <laughs> Harrison Ford, am I right? What a guy. So the whole movie revolves around this plot to get a big-ass diamond. Right? 20 carats, 30 carats, I'm not it's sure. It's literally an ass diamond. It is an ass, ass diamond. diamond. Turns into an ass diamond. Yep. How did they get she relay the code back to the team? Wait, what, what are we talking about? The code, code on the diamond. So there's there's bank codes engraved in the diamond. The girl shits out the diamond, and then they run. And off. then they run off. But Harley Quinn says they were able to recover the funds, and they're or, using oh, it yeah. to fund birds hmm. of prey. I don't know. She probably she has a diamond guy. But she pawned oh. the diamond. <laughs> no, before, before she pawned she, it, yeah, sure she, she definitely got the code, got the code out yeah. and gave it back. I just want to see how that relay happened. I don't know. Got the code out. How does she know how to get the code out? She, like, pro- she found someone diamond. who does. Well, they, well, she knows that that's Well, that's interesting. Diamond. I wish I saw it. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't like, think I need a scene of this of someone with that stupid magnifying glass in their eye just looking at a diamond being like, six, <laughs> F. Maybe there was another way. And well, I, it was a laser encoder is what, what Roman was going to use. Yeah. Sure. He was talking about getting a laser encoder to do it. And... I thought we were really going to get something with the diamond and, like, shit. I really did. This movie kind of I'm was... I'm glad we didn't. It was gross at certain points. It was this, gross. This direction they were going in, I figured, oh, we're going to go be picking through that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be going well through that. We kept, I, I kept waiting for it, too, because, like, they did, they did every how-to-take-a-shit trope throughout the course of this movie. They had X-Lax in there. They used prune juice at one point. And they yeah. did, like, spicy taco food at the end. And then that's what got it. Like, I thought it was going to be she never swallowed it or she passed it a long time ago and just had it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, it worked out for them. Sure. Yep. Everybody got what they want. Harley Quinn's not part of the team because that doesn't fit her character. I was going to have a problem with that at the end, I think. Because it's just weird for me to think of Harley Quinn as, like, a good guy or a yeah. good girl. How accurate were the costumes at the end? Because they look bad. I don't think. I don't think they. They didn't look great. No. Huntress with those. Huntress with those goggles. Yeah, it was weird, right? Yeah, it was really weird. Like I liked her 
costume before. It was practical. She looked like a badass instead of like neon blue. I'm not that familiar with the character of Huntress. Neither Does she am like I. not understand like She's an arrow too, isn't she? Like tropes and Huntress is an arrow. And right? jokes. I don't think so. Isn't that Is that supposed to be his sister? Oh crap. Oliver's sister. Oliver's sister is supposed to be the Huntress? That'd be weird. Huntress arrow. Google her brother clearly got killed. That's what I mean. Like Canary's just Oliver's girlfriend for most of the show. It's, it's her. I'm showing Corey a picture. This isn't going to help. Like, we've seen her. I've so seen she, her in Arrow before. She may have just been after I stopped watching Arrow. So that is what she looks like in the comic books. Yeah. So I guess it is pretty close to the actual. Yeah. It's relatively close. Okay. Those goggles are a little off-putting. Yeah, they are. And she doesn't understand humor. She kind of does. Well, when they're like, oh, she's son of a bitch, she stole my car. She just busts out laughing. No one else is laughing. She thought it was funny. That's true. I'm just, I just needed to kill that guy, so I got, I'm gonna just gonna leave. I'm not the crossbow the... killer. They call it, me. It's a fucking crossbow. <laughs> I'm not <Number> twelve. <laughs> I gotta say that bow is amazing. It's a crossbow, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> that name is great. <laughs> I love crossbows. I love. I know. <laughs> I should own. I should own the crossbow <laughs> guy. I love crossbows. Damn, there are a lot of members of the Birds of Prey. Sure there are. We saw three. Currently, it's Batgirl, Black Canary, Hunters, and Batwoman. Okay. It's four. Yeah, but the list of people who have been a Bird of Prey. It's like the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. And the Avengers list. The Avengers, yes. Over time. Well, Avengers have included everyone ever to be in Marvel, I'm pretty sure. At some point. Seems that way. Can't wait. (laughs) Are we good? Think so? Favorite least favorites is what we gotta do now. Right? Yeah, well, I I said mine in different order. I didn't label them. Um, favorite for me, Evidence Locker, Cocaine, Woman and Bat fight scene. Least favorite, the Black Canary Banshee scream. Yep. One thing I do want to mention again about the Evidence Locker fight that we didn't get a chance to do. She kind of pulls a uh, Steve Rogers with the bat. She like bounces it off of somebody. She like bounces off the ground. To hit the guy to oh, have yeah. him, like, come back. I was like, that fucking cool. It's pretty badass. Yeah, it was pretty badass. Uh, favorite scene for me is going to be them in, like, the sequence between the store, the grocery store, and when they get back to the apartment and are hanging out in the apartment. Um, I think you get a lot of really interesting character development and character arc stuff out of Harley Quinn in those moments, in those sequences. Which I find really important. Um, not that the action sequences aren't worth a favorite moment. It's just I'm gonna go a little different. Nice. Least favorite for me um, when Roman is talking about all of his shrunken heads and acupuncture dolls. That's and super weird. It's super weird, and I I just didn't like the subtext that they were trying to do. If they wanted to make him homosexual, just make him a homosexual and like let it be out in the open and obvious. I don't think you need to subtext it. It's just a really weird scene for me. Not that he was bad in it. I just didn't like that scene. Sure. Oh, yeah, no. Hugh McGregor's great in this. Uh, yeah, my favorite is either... the It's probably the team-up fight scene at the end, and the Dark Horse was just the scene where we meet Doc. It's Doc the Chinese Yeah, guy, yeah right? that's cool. Chinese I don't like his, his business kid. I don't. I didn't care for that. Yeah, I didn't like the second... If they didn't have the second scene, I would have loved that scene so much more. But the second scene where he betrays her kind of 
ruins that. That's actually the moment for me that it. like that's the moment for me where her character arc kind of comes all the way, like really comes through. Like that's the moment like whatever. It almost suggests that some of the insanity is a guy's because she's not like hysterical and upset. Like she's actually hurt. Yeah. And somebody who's a psychopath like that usually doesn't have those emotions. Who's just like, well. I guess it's true. It kind of really is his business. But there she actually has emotion and feeling. So I think it's important for her character. But it makes me sure, like I'll, his setup yeah, less. I I'm agree. just saying I don't like the first scene as much because it because of the second scene existing. Yes. Yeah. And my least favorite is the almost musical number. Very bizarre. Yeah. It was so weird. That's, yeah. that's what I was worried about with this movie. That they were making a lot of weird choices They're like on that. The edge. Yep. I'm glad that that didn't go on for very long and didn't pop up a bunch from one slap she went to that headspace with one backhand yeah she's pretty batshit crazy she is and agreed but she gets hit a lot in this movie like if that happened every time like she wouldn't be able to function well adrenaline is a thing that probably helps her most of the time but that's one of the things to just avoid the pain she went to her happy place Mm -hmm. which is also a crazy place and that's not all she's not capable of fighting back in that scene she's in a sit down and take it type situation she's like it's just gonna be over soon I'll do my performance on stage at the cabaret. I just read a tweet saying this is underperforming at the box office. It's projected to do about like fifty to sixty million Based over on the how weekend. Many people were in our theater. Yeah, I, agree with that. I was gonna yeah. make the comment. One o'clock on a Saturday, Dolby Theater. We were pretty empty. We had space. There was only I don't so think there was much a, space. Was there anybody else in our row? Yeah, there were two loud people. Yeah, not to that your far side. From to us, my side. Yeah. yeah. The people that. All right. So, not that. This is helpful for the podcast. But I'm going to tell you guys the story anyways. When I pulled up, I pulled past like the the lot closest to the door that we came out of. I was like, oh shit, there's a spot there. All right, I'll go up the next row and see if there's one there. There wasn't. The people in front of me are the ones that looped around before I could get there and got that spot. Uh-huh. They also got out of their car and like barely like scooted in in front of me to get into the theater which means they got into the A-list line to get concessions before me. I would have been in the movie theater probably seven minutes earlier. Not for these those, stupid people. Had yeah. those people not been in there, and they were, they were in our theater. Nice. They were, there was like six of them. They were loud. They were obnoxious. It took them way too long to order a bunch of popcorns and sodas. I was getting pissed. When I went to uh, – I saw a little woman yesterday. I pulled in. The parking lot's empty, and there's just one bus – Fairfield Retirement Center. Oh no! And I'm like, oh, they're seeing little women, aren't they? It's just like a like a short bus, like like a like a small one. And uh, I'm like, they're definitely seeing little women. And it was little women in the tiny tiny theater. And I'm like, yep, yeah, this is them. <laughs> they're loud during the previews, but silent throughout the rest of the That's movie. That's what happened when I saw Little Women. There yeah. were there were so many like middle aged women. Just talking incessantly during the previews. Yes. I was like, oh god, this better not happen during the movie. <laughs> the previews I got for Little Women were like the SpongeBob movie. I got that. A, yep. a lot of like kids' crap. I'm like, what is going on? It was weird. It was weird Strange choices. choices. And then I get these old ladies going, not seeing that. Nope. <laughs> I think we got gypped out of a preview for this movie. Oh, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about this. I wanted to sneak this into the episode. Uh, this thing that has never happened before. I can't me. believe they gave us Wonder Woman 84. Twice. Not back to back, mind you. It was yeah. Wonder Woman '84, the Ben Affleck movie called The Way Back, which looks great, by the way. And then, and then Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman again. Yeah, it was super weird. Do you think his gaining weight was for that role? 
You think that was a choice, or is he just getting old and just getting bigger? That I could be. That. Yeah, I probably maybe it was for that. Maybe it's for that role. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's for another role. I'm, I'm not yeah. pretty sure what Ben Affleck has down the pike, but also true. I love the Wonder Woman trailer though. Like, it's really good. I like the music yeah. a lot. That's the quintessential '80s movie song. Yes, they're just yeah. gonna put it in everything they can. My favorite part about that trailer. I know we're done talking about Birds of Prey. So I'm just gonna <laughs> talk about this a little bit. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, in, yeah. it's on brand and it's in it's general. true. It's Is Wonder it... Woman doing all her superhero stuff with the lasso and just kicking the shit out of people, and then they keep flashing to clips of just Steve Trevor punching dudes in the face, <laughs> <laughs> as if to show like Steve Trevor also. <laughs> Really to... turns the genre on its head yeah. by making him the sidekick. It's really funny to me every time it happens, though. I'm, I'm, I really hope that it's, it's got more quips in it, and it's like the only quip isn't the one that they show us in the trailer. Because the one they show us in the trailer is fantastic, where they're walking through like a weird like spot in what looks like LA, and she's like, everything's art. It's the garbage can. And like he like walks <laughs> up like hands in front of him like. He's wearing a fanny pack. <laughs> He's like really trying to consider like the purpose behind the trash can artistically. And she's like, no, no, that's just a trash can. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, of course. Just I think a trash he's can. more like, I have to pretend to be interested in this. Oh, <laughs> no, God. for sure. But like, that's just, I hope there's more of that because. Corey, you missed a Fast 9 yeah. trailer, though. I did miss the Fast 9 trailer. That was an experience. That was such an experience. It starts with Vin Diesel on like a ranch. I used to live my life a quarter mile at a time. Now, I'm a fada. <laughs> it's so good. It's Fuck! <laughs> I hate the Fast and Furious movies, however... John Cena is Dom's little brother in this, and he's the... It's incredible. And he's the... What a turn. Yeah, and Han is not dead, and he's yeah, back. I knew that one. I knew that part. Han's back. That John Cena's mind. his brother. I think Dom's a out... fada. <laughs> I, think, I think we found out Han wasn't dead in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, uh, I wasn't yeah. paying attention to that one. It's yeah. quick, but they they kind of extend Han a little bit in this, from like a quick one second thing to like eight seconds. And this is our movie trailer breakdown segment <laughs> the, of the, the show. The group of people I was watching the Super Bowl with <laughs> lost their collective fucking minds when they saw Han come on the screen during the preview. Han's the best. Not the most <laughs> craziest should... thing during the preview, though. <laughs> we should move on. Okay, I guess we should stone it then, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, here's the part of the show where we rate the movie that we just reviewed with Infinity Stones from 1 to 6. If you give it 6 stones, you can also give it an Infinity Gauntlet. Let's go to sequel. Well, Corey first. Whatever. I don't okay. care. Don't matter to me. Somebody like go sequel. first. I feel like sequel's done all of the first so far tonight. You so. did. Yeah, I did the majority, so you're up. Yeah. Okay, Corey, go. Uh, I'm going to give this movie... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give... I'm, I'm going to be pretty lenient on it. Um, I'm going to give it 5 stones. I think it's probably more accurately a 4-stone movie. But I don't have enough in there that I disliked for me to feel like it should be as low as a four. Uh, it's good. It's really fun. The characters, I care about the characters. Performances are all good. The movie itself is a lot of fun to watch. There's enough action sequences in there to really keep you on the hook. Um, there's a fucking hyena. Checks <laughs> every box for Corey. <laughs> it just, it's adorable animals, good action, explosions, five stones. I was having a lot of fun, and I was at a five and debating a six until the, the third act, and then the cell phone and the scream happened, and I'm like, yeah, this is a four. <laughs> it bothered me that much. It, re- it really did. If it had been one or the other. The cell phone probably would have knocked it down to a five, and then the scream really, really took me out of it. Okay. Uh, 
Like, I get why the cell phone part has to be in there. They could have been more creative with that. But again, this movie is ridiculous, but grounded. That kind of like, it didn't belong. It didn't fit. Did not fit. But for, yeah, Four Stones, it is a lot of fun. Agreed. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. I was worried it was going to be much weirder than it was, and I'm glad it wasn't. I think for the most part, except for like the cell phone bit and a couple other missteps, it's actually really good filmmaking for the most part. They call back to everything they need to. They plant little breadcrumbs to come back to in the future. I like everybody's performances in it. I think it's. I think it was really good. I'm going to give it five stones. I don't think it's the most revolutionary movie in the world, but it's certainly very good for what it wants to be. And those are our scores for Birds of Prey. Thanks for listening to our review of it. If you saw it and want to send us any little tidbits about it, the first way you can do that is email us, and that is zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom! A lot of enunciation there, Joe. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure that people know how to spell it. All right. If you want to send us your favorite Harley Quinn gif, you can give that to us on Twitter at zthpodcast. If you are a falconer and you have access to hawks, eagles, or owls, please take a picture of those birds of prey and send them to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. I wow. like that. That was very good. Nice. Thank you. I liked it. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash zthpodcast. And while you're updating your relationship status, you can search for us on Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes end in ES. That one was really good, too. We didn't talk about how Black Mask died. That kind of shocked me a little bit. Oh, my God. Cool. It was so oh, good. yeah. That was, that was so, like, matter of fact, blink and you miss it. Yes. He blows up into tiny, tiny pieces. But she tiny pulled out the coolest cold. fucking line ever. I yeah. saw your ring. ring. Which one? Ah. Yeah, very good. That was fucking badass. That was really good. It was the ring that, like, from a pin of a grenade. Yes. In case you couldn't make that connection. Listen. Or you didn't see the movie and just listen to us spoil it for you. Shame on you. Uh, yeah, find us on iTunes. Rate, review. Look at our social media. Interact with us. Let us know you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. And next time we're... Doing back-to-back new releases. We got Sonic the Hedgehog coming. I'm super pumped. The other two, not so much. (laughs) But we'll see how that goes. If we didn't have a podcast for it, I would never... I'd make it a point in my life never to see this movie. This is why I'm so happy we're (laughs) seeing it. (sighs) Until then, it's my job as always to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie, Birds of Prey included. They just saw it and just decided in the last two days that it's their favorite movie. Reason to see bias exists. It sure does. See you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>